RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to the Lawfather Podcast. As always, we are here in Lawfather headquarters in the new LFS, Lawfather Studios. Big shout out to my boy DJ Eakin, who maybe he'll, I don't know, join me on here sometime. But uh, he, he dubbed it LFS, so kind of kind of love it, Lawfather Studios. And um, yeah, we're going to talk about a few things today, a few legal things, uh, a little bit lighter than some of the past episodes have been because... You know we're we're a little bit past the hurricane, and look, there's a there's a lot going on down in Southwest Florida still. The the recovery efforts are still not over, and there's there's still just a lot to be done. So, look, we're gonna we're still doing our fundraisers. Still gonna have more information out there. Having shirts printed as we speak. They'll say Florida Strong and have the Lawfather logo in the middle. So be sure you check out for that. And um, as soon as I have those. Uh, you know, I'll let you know, and, and maybe we can get some money put together for those people down in Fort Myers and uh, that whole area who really lost everything. But uh, I want to start with this. I want to start with something we were talking about before the show started. Did you know you can select your audience now on Instagram Live? Which isn't a big deal, right? Because you can pick public or private, right? Makes sense. Fully on board with that. But there is a practice mode. Who is using a practice mode on Instagram Live? I, I, I don't know. It is beyond me why you need to practice sitting there and talking, right? Uh, maybe you need to make sure that you are in the camera screen. Oh, I don't know. Maybe use the camera on your phone. Um, Instagram, hit me up. Uh, I got some ideas for you, it turns out. I'm probably getting rid of practice audience. Might be the first one. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what genius over there um, said. I got it. This is how we're going to beat TikTok. We will put practice as an audience. Um, yeah. So there's that. Anyway, um, what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about the NFL and the nexus between the NFL and the legal world. But as we get going, those of you who are on the Instagram live, if you have a question, drop it in the comment. Jason does a good job of tracking those. He also tracks the negative comments so that he can read them back to me later uh, when we're off the live and I can cry about them uh, in private, okay? Um, Because, I don't know, people like to leave. Social media is a land of just nasty comments, right? Can't we all just get along? Um, That was a song, maybe. I don't know. But anyway. We digress. Uh, lots going on in the NFL and the legal world, and it has nothing to do with uh, Tom Brady and his maybe divorce. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. We'll dive into that legal topic if it actually happens, okay? Leave the guy alone. Let him go play football and let him figure his family life out on his own. That said... Stop running on the field at football games. I mean, seriously, is this now a new thing um, that we're going to run out on the field? And then in, in very, uh, oh, what is, the, what is the correct, probably appropriate word to use for it? In, is snowflake a bad term? Is that okay to use? Uh, okay, probably bad. So we won't, we won't use that. Um, in, in typical 2022 form, okay, we're going to run on on the field with something smoking, okay? 
get tackled and go, <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Uh, what I'm talking about, those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, because uh, I only kind of hinted at it two weeks ago now. Uh, well, I guess it'd be a little over eight days. So more than a week, less than two weeks ago during the Rams game, a fan carrying some kind of pur- we, what we know now to be some kind of purple smoke bomb. Okay. Runs out on the field. And Bobby Wagner of the Rams says, well, you're running towards my bench with this smoking purple thing. Maybe you're a threat to us because we don't know what this smoking purple thing is. We don't know what your intent is. We have no idea other than the fact that you are running on the field towards my bench. By the way, you're trespassing. Okay. Uh, Those of you who didn't realize that, yeah, you're not allowed to be someplace for trespassing. And oh, by the way, Bobby Wagner absolutely levels this guy. Go check out the video. It is all over. The internet's a beautiful place. You can find anything you want on the internet. You can also find um, a picture that Antonio Brown did of Tom Brady leaving the house with a children's book. I don't condone it, but it is worth looking at because somebody seriously took some serious time to edit that. But anyway... Bobby Wagner comes and absolutely destroys this guy. And in true 2022 fashion, okay, this guy who gets tackled goes, I'm going to file a police report against you, Bobby Wagner. Yeah, that's right. My guess what's coming next is I'm going to sue you, Bobby Wagner, because maybe I broke some ribs. I I have no idea. I literally have no idea if this guy got hurt, but, um, you know, could have gotten hurt. Hey, you can take that that physical touch, right? So whether or not he has true injuries or long-term injuries, you can take that physical contact and turn that into a civil case and say that you're emotionally distraught as a result of it, right? Because you could say, you could make the leap that you have a battery, right? That Bobby Wagner com- committed the tort of battery. So in the civil side, it's called a tort. And it's and it's it's the same name, battery. Um, those of you who are listening who are from New York, um, an assault is the same as a battery. Okay, battery is the the illegal touching of somebody, uh, or the touching of somebody without their consent. All right, in New York, that's called an assault. Uh, I don't know why New York had to be difficult because everywhere else, uh, an assault is an attempted touching. Okay, so battery, you actually make contact, assault, you do not, unless you are in New York, leave it to New York to do things a little differently. Um, so you could potentially, and I could see it happening, I could see a civil case coming. Now, now what do you do, right? You are, you are Bobby Wagner, what, you go, you gotta be kidding me, dude, you're, you're going to sue me, you're going to try to, fi- try to file charges against me, look, you were trespassing. And look, I don't think that there is any scenario where this thing gets past just being a news article and this guy hoping for 15 minutes of fame and hoping that, hey, maybe, maybe I reach a settlement because this guy, he doesn't want to fight it. Uh, Hey, Bobby, I'm not licensed to practice in California, but if you're listening, you're probably not because there's like three people who listen, but I will defend you. We'll go to court because I don't think there's any any way, shape, or form you should 
let anybody convince you to settle with this person for any amount of money. For this lawsuit, that hasn't happened yet, but I could fully anticipate happening. And why? Why is it that this individual's lawsuit would fail? Or why is it that I don't see a way that Bobby Wagner could be charged criminally in this? Now, now look, different state. So we're going to assume for the moment that this happened in Florida. Okay. I know it didn't, but I'm not licensed to practice in Florida, so I can't evaluate and analyze anybody else's laws. Um, I I don't want a bar association (laughs) coming at me for uh, a podcast and a live. Hey, live, how you doing? Um, So look, the reality is you enter onto a field, you go on the playing field, you're a trespasser. Okay. Uh, Back in the day, we used to have paper tickets and it used to say so on the back of those tickets. Uh, You know, look, I have digital tickets. I haven't specifically gone to look, but I am sure somewhere in agreeing to use digital tickets, I have terms and conditions, right? You all have seen terms and conditions and you all check up, check them off. I do too, right? I don't think anybody really reads these terms and conditions. Uh, I don't, uh, we probably all should, right? But then, you know, the reality is if you don't agree with it and you just don't get to go to the game and you don't get to, you don't check the box. Uh, but I'm sure somewhere within those terms and conditions, it mentions in there that, you can't go on to the field. And if you do, you're trespassing. And, and that holds true. So we can take the same example and pull it outside of football, right? We could take it, we could use my office as an example. We have a door between our lobby and, and back where our offices are. And the reality is you could go and we, you know, we put a sign up that said employees only and you go through that door without an employee escort, you're trespassing. And what is the importance behind that? You have less rights. Once you become a trespasser, I, as the person who runs the business, the person who's responsible for maintaining the area, is less responsible for what happens to you. Kind of classic textbook example, right? And, And look, this still all applies to football, but we're bringing it back into something that is in our everyday lives. You have a house, you have a pool. Somebody jumps your fence, okay? They're now a trespasser. They're in your yard, right? That's not their yard. That's your yard. You fenced it off. You're trying to keep people out of there because you have a pool back there. They go and they drown. Are you responsible for it? Most likely not. Now, look, are they probably going to try to come after you? Yeah, is your homeowner's insurance probably going to pay out? I'd say, unfortunately, there's a, a decent chance of that. But if we took all of the other considerations out, if we took the business decisions out, if we took the amount of money for cost of defense, out, we took all those other pieces of the puzzle out of the equation and looked purely from a textbook example. Would you as the homeowner be responsible for that person falling in? No, you wouldn't because they're a trespasser. All right. It, we'll take an even more extreme example, right? Yeah. Bobby Wagner laid somebody, laid a trespasser on the field out, laid him out. Boom tackle them. Take that trespasser, turn it into somebody going into your house. Okay. And that person gets shot going into the house. Now, yes, they're not a trespasser. So it's, it's significantly more serious, right? But that said, the same concept applies. You have an opportunity and you can defend yourself. And if you're, if you're a place where you're lawfully allowed to be, you have even more of a, uh, of a reason to defend yourself against somebody who's not lawfully 
who is who is there illegally. Okay, so that's that's what we look at. And look, a football field is no different than your backyard, right? Than the swimming pool. That take it to a business. The businesses where it says employees only. You go back to a place that says employees only, and you slip and fall. That's on you. That business doesn't owe you a duty. They don't owe you a duty to warn you of the dangerous condition, right? So if we saw a civil suit, you know, maybe you try to name the team, but hey, once again, you're a trespasser. And that team doesn't owe you a duty to think that Bobby Wagner could lay you out because you're just some average Joe Smo who thinks that, you know, I can run on a football field with no pads. Um, I don't know, maybe we're pads next time. Maybe make it interesting. Um, but anyway, that is that. I, I don't see any way, shape, or form that this is more than a publicity stunt for this guy and, you know, nothing more than, uh, uh, I don't know, an annoyance for Wagner and the team. So maybe that's what this guy's going for. Maybe he's just trying to get inside his head. Uh, I think the guy was the guy that ran on the field was a fan of the other team. I don't know if he was, he was a, if he was a fan at all. Uh, I may not have been. I, I I think was he just there for like a political purpose or trying to deliver a message? Yeah, he was yeah. To raise yeah, he was trying to raise awareness. Um, good job. You made yourself look like a fool. Anyway, um, so that was eight nine days ago. At this point, let's look at yesterday. And let's look at Tampa, um, which I was at that game. I, I had uh, Junior with me. We were at the game and uh, promised him a pretzel. <laughs> I promised him we would get a pretzel in between the first and the second quarter. Um, and I, while I'm in line for pretzels, I go, I want a Cuban sandwich. I'm like, that looks really good. The pretzels and the Cuban sandwiches are in the same restaurant there or the same uh, concession stand there. Um, pretzels were ready. Cuban sandwiches weren't. So, I, And I didn't know that. They didn't tell me until... Uh, it's too late. Anyway, I digress. So I had no idea this happened until I saw afterwards because we missed Leonard Fournette's touchdown. And then we missed the ensuing, uh, I don't want to call it comedy, but it kind of is because, you know what, just, the, I, I don't know what to call it, right? Ten-year-old runs onto the field during the Bucks game after the touchdown, before the extra point in the second quarter. Um uh, you're there at 10 years old with your parents, right? I could not imagine if I got up and jumped on the field with my parents. I would not be concerned about the security guard tackling me. I would probably be more concerned about my dad, who's probably chasing me down the field, who is probably trying to evade getting tackled, not because he wants to be on the field, but because he's going to catch me and he's going to tackle me. Okay, um, I, I don't think he could anymore. I think uh, I think we're past that stage, but uh, you know, so I guess I got a free shot to run on the field now. But it, how are you going? This is okay, right? So trespassing. Look, trespassing is a criminal offense. You can get arrested for trespassing, right? Now in Florida, if it's a misdemeanor, trespassing is a misdemeanor. If it doesn't occur in the officer's presence, uh, sometimes it's a little bit tougher to make an arrest on it. Uh, There's some nuances to the law on that. But hey, this occurred in the presence of law enforcement. You're all good. You can make an arrest. Okay. Um, But they decided not the TPD. um, Look, no no fault on anybody whatsoever. Um, But from what I understand, they issued a citation and it's, I believe it's a diversion program, right? So there's certain criteria. Most likely 
this 10-year-old didn't have a criminal record. Well, they're 10, so I would sure as heck hope not. But um, my guess is this is just the first. And, um, well, we're just going to go with that. This is the first time they were stopped by the police. Uh, we're just going to leave it right there. And I'll let you all make your own assumptions after that. Uh, but generally speaking, anytime you have a diversion program, anytime you have any of these kind of specialty programs where you're trying to avoid putting somebody in the system, usually the caveat is you don't have an arrest. Now, records are able to are better tracked now than they were when I was in law enforcement. So back in the day, it was a little bit tougher to track if someone had already gotten that warning or that diversion, if you will. Now, it's, I'm sure it's ridiculously easy to track. I'm sure they have databases. Good topic for another show. Uh, Sheriff Naco in Pasco County is getting sued again for their database. They have some sort of gang database, I believe it is. We should touch on that in a show. But anyway, um, so they, you know, I'm sure this kid will show up on a database. If he's ever stopped again, um, then, uh, then, then we'll see. But it's kind of telling. Right, so gets tackled by security. Let's let's just see. I, you know what? Mark this down. It's what uh, about almost three thirty on the I think it's the tenth on October tenth. Okay, I am gonna bet you anything right now that we see a lawsuit as a result of this. That we see a lawsuit by the parents against the security company, the Tampa Sports Authority, and the Tampa Bay Bucks for tackling the 10-year-old on the field. Because how dare you tackle a 10-year-old? I, I just think that's what's coming, okay? Um, I, the mom had probably the best quote of the year from a mom, from a kid who was literally caught committing a crime in front of thousands of witnesses, um, that the security guy should have brought his cleats. Or maybe she meant that the son should have brought his cleats, now that I say it out loud. Somebody should have brought their cleats, but... Anyway, the quote from her is that he should have brought his cleats. Um, not really sure who should have brought their cleats. Somebody should have. Um, not sure if we would have seen a different end result. Not really sure what the end game was, but the same analysis, though, as the Bobby Wagner thing. I, I don't think you see a civil suit survive, right? I mean, this is kind of carbon copy, right? Guy goes on the field, guy gets tackled. Yeah, Whether it's security or whether it's a player or whether it's anything else, um, I, I don't think you see a, I, I, the outcome's the same. Right, uh, so I I kind of expect a lawsuit in both of those. Uh, I hope not. I hope I'm wrong, but that's what what those are. So that is kind of the NFL minute. Let's let's take a quick second look at Antonio Brown. Uh, Antonio Brown is a walking, talking um, crap show. We'll keep it clean on the show. I think the show's listed on clean on on the podcast anyway, so uh, I don't want to don't want to lose that rating, if you will. But how do you, this guy made millions in the NFL, okay? He's getting sued right now for pocketing, oh, I don't know, about $250,000 for a contract with Little Wayne, and Little Wayne's people say the contract was actually only supposed to be for $150, and that the money was supposed to go to Little Wayne and his people and not to Antonio Brown. I don't know. This is all happening in Florida. I feel like this whole thing is... Very Florida, maybe. Do you think the Florida man and Antonio Brown have ever been seen in the same place at the same time? Because I'm going to go with Antonio Brown is the Florida man. Yes. Um, 
yeah, he's he's got problems right now. He apparently sold a, a counterfeit watch to the same guy. I, I don't know. Um, something the bag, uh, stash the bag records, something along those lines. Do you remember what it was? STB, I think it was. I don't know. They're, they're based out of Tampa somewhere. I think possibly down in Sarasota somewhere. And, uh, well, apparently this guy's been taken for a lot of money by Antonio Brown. And now he's suing Antonio Brown. To complicate matters for him, I think that's probably the least of his worries. Uh, apparently in Abu Dhabi, actually in Dubai, apparently he was skinny dipping in the pool. Uh, the public pool, that is. I don't think they, they thought fondly on that. And uh, for his final act, allegedly stole a bunch of money or stole a bunch of something there in, uh, in what, Abu Dhabi, I believe. I don't think that's a place where um, stealing just gets you put in jail. Um, I think the uh, penalties may be more severe than that. I haven't looked it up. So those of you who want to leave me nasty comments on social media saying how wrong I am, you're probably right because I'm telling you right now, I have no idea. But I can tell you among the places that I don't ever want to get arrested, I don't ever want to get arrested anywhere. Middle East is on the top of the list of places that, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm not walking that line at all. So actually, you know, I, I heard, not to get off on a real tangent, but it's actually, there's something about it being illegal, and I think it's just female-specific to be intoxicated in, I forget which country, it's one of the Middle Eastern countries, so I'm really butchering this, but there was a thing where if you, you would land, like you could drink on the airplane, right? And the airplane would land and you would still be intoxicated because you were drinking on the airplane on the way in and where they were arresting some female tourists as they were getting off the plane because they had been drinking on the plane. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how that works. Um, so, like I said, not one of the places that I want to get in any trouble. I don't want to get in any trouble anywhere. So, um, I like my freedom. But anyway, uh, that is the show for today, Jason. Any good comments or questions on the live to speak of? So, those of you who are on the live, check us out. 3 o'clock every Friday, we're jumping on the live. Check out all of our social media at The Law Father. YouTube, we have some videos up there. Facebook, Instagram. Make sure you're checking out all the shows on Radio Influence. All right. We have Jason who has an MMA report. Uh, DJ Eakin who does uh, DJ Eakin show again. Ian Beckles is back on. Um, I think he's talking about football now. or Yeah. So football Mondays. So get your breakdown on the Bucks, And uh, you all have a good week. See you all in a week. Lawfather out. I'm Jerry Petuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com.
Bluehost.com. Bluehost.com.